today on the No City on the Sideline Dad Podcast, episode number 27. My guest, Adam Chan from the Plant Trainer Podcast. We talk about gratitude and life changes between your dad and a parent. Also, I need your help with something important. If you're a fan of podcasting, I could really use your help and you might be interested. Next on the podcast, let's do this. Welcome to the No Sitting on the Sideline Dad Podcast, a podcast about a journey of discovery and conversations about not sitting on the sideline of life. Let's get involved. Here's host Joe Foley. Welcome to No Sitting on the Sideline Dad Podcast. I want to say thank you for being here. I know it's dad and a parent, a crazy busy adult. Our time is limited. So thank you for being here and, and listening. If this is your first time, hey, welcome. This podcast by having a conversation about, hey, it's kind of funny not sitting on the sideline. Issue topic related to being a dad and a parent and a busy adult. Let's get involved in more sitting on the sidelines. It'll be a weekly podcast to get and have a sense of community. What I mean by that is I really want to talk to you. You can email me, comment, leave voicemails, or find anything on my social media channels at No Sitting on the Sideline, Dad Podcast slash contact. You can find all my information there. Also, also right hand corner, there's a speed pipe thing right there. Leave a message and just, um, say hello. I'd love to hear from you. There'll be interviews and topics about being involved in life as a parent, and a dad, and a busy adult. Trying to figure this all out, you know, we're not, it's not easy. We're all going the same issues. I mean, I didn't say similar, it's just similar issues. I love being a dad and a parent and a busy dad. I'm trying to figure this out. Oh, I know this stuff is not easy. I'm not an expert. I'm down on a journey trying to take one day at a time in this crazy world. Next up, I, I really want to talk about podcast documentary called The Messenger. It's an intimate look at the world of podcasting, what compels the independent podcasters take it on. They visit some of the most influential and deep embedded individuals who share about their own shows in the communities. You'd be surprised. Most, you wouldn't, <laughs> being a podcaster myself, I listen to a lot of podcasts myself and you never realize, but there's a lot of niche podcasts and how influential people can be through their message. And the message of podcast documentary, it shows the impact of podcasting on, on their lives, on the lives of their followers. So, in their lives, and how powerful the medium can be. Cause you know, it's funny, you go watch videos, power podcasting, somebody's voice in real and how powerful that is. What they're trying to do is get many pre-orders on iTunes and move it up number one in the category. You know, to get the message out and how important and, and how important podcasting is and about getting the message out to the world. They're trying to move it up in the categories in the iTunes. So go ahead, go over to iTunes, link up in the show notes, and please pre-order it so we can move it up to number one in the category. I think we're beating Baywatch or something like that in the movie. It's funny. So please go pre-order the movie, and I would really appreciate it. Thank you. Today I'm my guest, Adam Chan from the Plant Trainer Podcast. Me and Adam discuss leading, like leading by example to show your kids what you're supposed to do or what to say or how to act in situations. Also, we talk about an important event in his life that gives him perspective of on life and being a dad. He also is how happy he is grateful to be healthy and be there for his family. 
And one thing I think I learned from him um, is gratitude. I am grateful that I'm here for this today's podcast. Just jump right in. Today in the podcast, my guest, Adam Chain, one of the hosts of the Plant Trainers podcast, and he's a dad of two children. Adam, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Joe. I really appreciate this opportunity to speak to your audience. I know as a dad, and, and, and I, myself, I especially I'm, I'm a dad of a, I'm a little bit younger than your kids. What is the one of the most embarrassing moments as a dad like you had, and you're like, oh no, I can't believe I just did that. I can't. <laughs> but you feel like the, uh, a really bad parent, even though you're not. But just because you know you're a dad, and anything happens to kids, you feel bad. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's so many opportunities for embarrassment to show up, and I, I don't. I probably can't choose one. There's just so many. Uh, one that I mean, I guess I always come back to is when I'm at a sporting event with my kids, and one of them's playing, or I, I'm a coach naturally by trade, and when I see them doing things on the field or on the court, and I want to give my input, and then they just give me that stare, you know, <laughs> stick out the tongue, give me the stare. They don't respond. Um, so I'm, I'm not that coach. I'm not that parent anymore who contributes in that way from the sideline because being a coach and seeing what other parents are doing to their children reminds me of that situation that I once did early on. And I, I no longer do that. So I know you're all about getting off the sideline, but when I'm watching my kids in sport, I am staying on the sideline and I am quiet. Well, it's interesting. I, I know somebody who um, did coaching himself with Pop, Pop Warner football, and they could be, it can be really, really loud and brutal there when, for the kids. I feel bad for the kids, but it can be really nasty. Yeah, and it, it's, it's really setting a very poor example for our kids. I mean, if you think about it, hockey's big up here in Canada, and the parents that are watching their children play hockey have such mouths on them sometimes and they're yelling at the kids they're yelling at the referees and they're even yelling at the coaches and as a parent and you're watching this or not even as a parent just as a person watching people react this way you kind of think for a moment like what kind of example are you setting for your children and parenting really comes down to setting the example and being a leader and leading by example in a positive way because you and I both know and everybody listening that is a parent knows that whatever we do as a parent, as a dad, whatever we say, our kids are listening, our kids are watching. And at some point down the line, they're going to bring back that incident or that thing that you said. And you're going to be like, what? Where did you get that from? But it usually comes from the parents because they don't pay attention sometimes to what they're doing. And it's really important that we take a look at that. I, I got I, I, my my son's at that stage of life. I'm like, I got to filter what I say. I'm like, because normal normal conversation, even though I'm like, or I know what I say, but or if I say like um, geography, I'm like, I got to explain geography to a four year old. How do you do that? I'm like, I'm like thinking about all oh, the simple things that we take for granted every day. You got to, oh no. <laughs> mm-hmm. it's, exactly. It's, it's it's fun. This or they they mimic what you say. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I, another thing I think guess is um. What I found interesting is we you had your ebook on um, five thing five life changing tips for dad. I thought it was very interesting. I read the whole thing and and uh, thank you. And uh, I don't know if you want to talk a little bit about that. Well, I was going through a time in my life where you know I was really busy and there was so much going on and 
I was listening to podcasts and reading books and watching movies. And a lot of these people that I was looking up to were kind of leaving their day job so that they could go do what they really wanted to do. And for me, it was all about, I wanted to be with my family. I wanted to spend time with my kids, with my wife, and I wanted to figure out how I could do that. And so I came up with these five tips that I, I share in my ebook and I called the book how to make time for all you want to do in your life even if you have a full-time job and a family because that's at the end of the day what do we want right mm-hmm. we want to make time for the things that we love the things that we love to do so that's how I got to this book and I I've gotten great feedback from it and I'm hoping that people are embracing these tips and really applying them to their lives so that they could improve their quality of life. It's um it's a couple it was one quote that I, I, I was interested in the book and I, I, I kind of wrote this down because it really stood out to me. As I and the quote is I realize as a dad we get lost in the shuffle. It's true. We you know, I feel the same way. I feel that sometimes we get lost in the shuffle. I don't know how you feel. You know what? Life is fast paced. There's so much going on. And men especially are really not ones that are in tune with their feelings so much. They don't like to share. They don't like to be as emotional as most women do. And so I thought it was important that we start to find ourselves, so to speak, and share our thoughts, share our emotions and show some compassion And there are tons of dads out there that really want to do that, but they're not sure how. And I think what you're doing is great because you're building this community of dads because I'm sure that's what your audience is all about. And it's giving us an opportunity to really show each other that it's okay to feel, it's okay to be emotional. And there's ways to deal with all that fast paced hype that we could do together, just building that community. So these tips that I provide in in the book really, I think, I mean, I mean, you could tell me what you think, but I think it really, if you could figure out how to apply them, it, it really will help bridge that gap of being lost to being found. It, it's true. I mean, I, I, I just like, I, I, I can see that because, you know, when you talk to other dads, it's not like, well, how's John doing? You usually talk about sports or mm-hmm. what TV show you're doing or how's work you never really talk about the important things it's always it feels like sometimes you're just talking about superficial stuff that's absolutely right and and why is it not okay for us to hang out and talk about emotions or feelings or how did it feel when you had to put your kid to bed and and he was screaming at you or didn't want to go to sleep and kept coming out of the room and like we don't want to talk about those things it's more about you know did you see the game last night you know and you're right. It is sometimes superficial. I mean, not all dads are doing that. I'm sure some are speaking about these these topics. And they're very important that we do share with each other because we're all going through similar things. We all are at the end of the day. And it's how we learn to deal with those situations that are going to make us better parents, better dads. And sharing those successes with each other, I think, is really important. It's true. It's true. And then and and having that safe place to talk, like, you know, maybe a buddy down the street understands what you're going through and have that safe place to talk because I think sometimes we need to blow off steam or get other people's perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but most dads don't necessarily have the form to do that or don't know where to find that, right? They need to 
find another dad who's willing to do that. And it's much easier just to hold it in. Right. Definitely, definitely to hold it in. And it's always cool. I mean, I think sometimes I see a, a certain dad myself in, in the realm of my sons and, and they, 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 um, how do I say, show so much confidence in what they're doing and they, and you present themselves and they talk and you're like, damn, I wish I was like him <laughs> or we could talk about anything and, and be the, like your best friend in like five seconds. And, and other dads, like, I, I want to talk about, I'm having a bad day with my son and he's acting up and you guys like, yeah, that that's nice. Yeah, it's just really cool. Yeah. And we all go through those bad days and some of us deal with it differently. And if you're able to reach out and find another dad to connect with who is willing to share or learn with you about the experience of parenting, because it's hard. Let's be honest. It's not easy. And there are days where it's, wow, this parenting thing is simple because the day went great. But there's so many more days where it's a challenge, you know, I I was going to lose it. Like, I I didn't know how to deal with this situation. What am I going to do? And it comes down to finding people to have conversations with. And it's not always going to be dad with a dad. It's going to be the partner, the wife that you're going to speak to. And it's really important. And that's one of the tips in the book is all about communication and building a strong relationship so that you're able to be successful and put yourself into a position where you're able to succeed in parenting because it's a tough game, man. It's true. It's true. And then sometimes you don't always get the, I, I don't say we need as a parent, we need a pat on the back, but you don't always, you don't see the results till later on in life. That's what I, that's my opinion about it is you don't see, you get to see what the fruit of your hard work in the beginning till much later when they get older. Yeah. And it's so true. And, you know, we're lucky if our, if our kids are going to be grateful and thank us for things once in a while, and they need the reminder as they're growing up because you want to teach them manners and you want to teach them how to be good people and responsible and nice to other people and show compassion. And you're right. At the end of the day, you might not get that back until much later. And the day that it comes back though, imagine how that's going to feel. Like, I can't wait to see how that's going to look for my kids based on you setting up your priorities. And for me, my priority is getting my fitness in so that I'm able to be clear minded for the rest of my day, be present for my kids when they come home from school. I guess I I wonder how you feel. I mean, I mean, as a dad and since when I became a dad, time seemed more more important. Time like. I don't know. It's like when you have a kid, somebody steps on the accelerator and time seems to come, like I said, more important. I don't know how, have you felt something like that before? Time is so precious and it's, it's hard to find a minute to yourself sometimes because you're so busy. You have a job, you have a kid, you have a wife or a partner and you need to figure out all these logistics and you might want to exercise. You might want to watch TV, you might want to do go to the movies, go out at night. It depends on your lifestyle and what your priorities are. But I find that once you prioritize things and you figure out what's important to you and you figure out how to set that up in your daily schedule, time doesn't become an issue anymore. You see, here's the thing. We each have the same amount of time every single day of our lives, right? We each have 1,440 minutes in a day. It's how we use those minutes that really differentiates each person. 
So how you use your 24 hours might be different than me. And what you get out of it is usually coming from what you're putting into it. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, I, I can sit on a Sunday morning, sit in front of the television for two hours watching news programs, and I can actually be doing something productive like exercise or I'll go in the park with my son or something like that. Mm-hmm. And you can, if you want to sit on the couch and watch TV, that's your choice. And that's one of the things that I say all the time is that we all have choices and we can do anything that we choose to do. It's our choice, right? You can choose to sit on that, t- that, that couch and watch TV. I could choose to go out for a walk with my family. It depends what the priorities are for those people at that moment. But it's true if you got to set the set the priorities. I guess mm-hmm. something I was um, I listened to one of your with your last episode and it was um, your podcast and mm-hmm. it, it kind of stood out to me is gratitude. Um, mm-hmm. You said a gratitude before the interview and for the interview and I, and I wonder what that means to you. Well, I'm just so grateful to be able to have these opportunities. I mean. Gratitude is something that I've learned over the course of the last seven years, I would say. Uh, Back then, I won't get into the whole story, but I was told that I wouldn't live to see the age of 40 because of a health concern. And it kind of threw me for a loop. And ever since that day, I've kind of lived in the moment and never taken anything for granted. I'm so appreciative of everything that I have. I'm grateful to still be here and to see my kids growing up and just to have the opportunity to be present and to meet all the people I'm meeting and spend all the time that I'm able to with the people that I love. And it's just, it's hard to explain how grateful I am or how appreciative I am, but I truly do try to live in every moment and be present with every person I deal with because it's super important. And that's why we start off our show, every episode of the Plant Trainers podcast with a moment of gratitude. And we share one, my wife shares one, I share one. And then we ask our guest to share one as well. Because if you just take a moment to reflect on something that you appreciate, it opens up the door to much more coming your way in terms of gratitude and gratefulness and appreciativeness. And people will be more open, not only to listen, but to feel. And one of the things that we talked about earlier was that dads have a hard time expressing emotion or feeling. And I find that really taking a moment to take that deep breath and to refocus and to reflect really provides the opportunity to shift from where you are to where you want to be. It's interesting. There's something that's come to my mind, I guess. Um, did you, what was like your experience with your dad? Did you learn like something, this stuff you learn now, or is this something you learned on your own? So my dad, my dad's awesome and I love him. And he and my mom split up when I was 10 years old. And that caused an interesting dynamic in my house because I had to grow up way too quickly and I had to take care of my younger brother. I had to help my mother out. And this is all my perspective. And at one of the talks that I did, my father was actually in the audience hearing me say this, and he probably heard some of this for the first time coming from me. 
but he was he was around he was present in my life and he allowed me opportunities to do anything i wanted to do and i really appreciate that uh all this stuff really changed for me when i had that health scare about seven years ago and i started to really reflect on who i am and where i'm from and what i've learned and so i'd say i didn't really learn all this from my dad but some of his influences did portray themselves or display themselves in my life but a lot of this i've just my, my whole attitude and perspective on life has really changed and that's how i've gotten to where i am now it's interesting is um your health care i mean you don't, you don't really you don't want to discuss more you can but um it it probably gives you a different perspective being a dad because um, mm-hmm. um i'm not sure how old you are i'm, I'm 42 and i have mm-hmm. a son at, at an older age and I remember thinking, going, he's one. I'll be this age. The next year, will be 20. Mm. I'm like, I, um, when he goes to be 40, I'll be 80. I'm like, I want to be around. So I, yeah. You have a really interesting perspective because of your health scare. You mm-hmm. um, have a different perspective of being a dad. You're going, you appreciate every moment you are a dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My, my son was one years old. So I was 35, I think, at the time, or 36. And I'm now 43. And my son was one, my wife was pregnant, and this whole thing, this episode happened where I was told, basically, I wouldn't live to see the age of 40, and I broke down that day. I remember very clearly that day, I was standing on my, I was was on my knees, I fell to my knees, looking at my son in tears, because all I would think is, my son is going to grow up without a dad. And that's not where I want to be. It's not what I want to do. And I have an unborn child I'm bringing into the world. And now this family is going to be without their father. And that's not cool. I don't like that. Which is why I went into survival mode, literally, and did research and figured out how I could fix the problems that I was having. And while I did, I, you can't always fix everything, but by changing my nutrition and changing my levels of fitness and taking better care of myself, adding in meditation and just creating these opportunities for myself really changed how my body was reacting. And because of that, I'm still here today and I've beaten the odds that the doctors had told me. Uh, Some of the information was incorrect that they were giving me, but the truth is the nutrition was a huge component in my survival and I'm not only survival and I'm thriving now my my life is so much better and I'm here to be able to spend time with my kids so yes every day has meaning and I'm just so appreciative to have every day with them but I remember what you're talking about I remember saying well I'm already 35 he's gonna be 35 I'm gonna be 70 that's gonna be like he's I don't want to be old but then I think you know what, I have this time with them now, and I just have to appreciate what I have with them. And yes, we waited a little longer to have our kids as well. But it's the time that we're going to spend with them that's going to make the difference, right? They're going to remember us now for who we are with them when we're with them. And being present in their lives and contributing positively is really going to make the difference. And it's more about quality, I think, than quantity. And that's I'm just so happy to be here right now and be able to do all this and see my kids growing up. 
it's um you you have a different a really interesting perspective and and when you when like I said you had the health scare and, and stuff like that and, mm-hmm. and it you have a, like a different perspective most dads do we're in a rut and and we're like oh just another day and I gotta do this and then you and you have that perspective and it makes you think that appreciate everything you have mm-hmm. yeah and it's true and unfortunately most people don't stop and think about what's going on in their lives. They just kind of do. And you get into a rhythm and a routine of just doing the same thing over and over again. Wake up in the morning, have breakfast, go to work, come home, go to sleep, come home, watch TV, go to sleep, right? Mm-hmm. So you get into this rhythm and sometimes it's it's a good idea to take a deep breath and take a look at your life and really see, are you happy? Or ask yourself, are you happy? Because if you're just doing the same thing over and over again, some people might be happy with that. But are you really doing what you really want to be doing? Are you really pushing the envelope and getting excited and happy about your life? When you look back, are you going to say you did everything that you could to make it the best life possible? Or are you going to live with regret? Because I'd rather not do that. So every day for me is something special. And every morning when I wake up, I take a minute to breathe deeply, take a few breaths, and then I ground myself by putting my feet flat on the floor, take a few more breaths, and then I tell myself stuff. I I say stuff like, I love myself, I love my family, I deserve to be happy and healthy. And by saying these little things, it really has an impact on how your day is going to go. And if if there's one thing that I could share with your audience is to do something like that. Find a little edge, a little routine that you could do every morning that's going to change your perspective on how your day was going to go if you didn't do it. Because change can be good. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Absolutely. And it, you never change. know new opportunities can arise. Yeah, change could be great. And change is never easy. But again... If everything's too easy, then it's not necessarily worth doing it, right? So some things are going to be hard, and a lot of the times those hard things to do are the things that make a difference, that really are worth pursuing. Well, it's like sometimes I think we need challenges. We need challenges to bring us a new perspective because if we don't have those challenges, it's like taking a nap in life. You're just sitting there going, okay, I'm here, I'm home, and it's need that challenges to bring that spark of, spark and change exactly i I guess it's a good transition i guess um i'm really interested because i'm i'm not i'm the the plant trainer podcast and i guess i listened to the episode about milk today what what is what is that all about i was just curious so the plant trainers podcast we're thank you for mentioning it we're we're helping people improve their quality of life through plant-based nutrition and fitness. And so what we're doing is educating people on the truth about our health and learning about eating plants because plants are what mother nature provided us with and plants are where the health is at. It's not medication, it's not processed foods, it's not sugar, it's not drugs, it's not alcohol. Eating properly and learning how to eat properly is what is going to not only make you thrive in everything you do, but it's going to heal any problems that you have or almost any problems that you have. It will help reverse disease. In many cases, a lot of chronic illnesses can be reversed by that. 
and your quality of life just gets better every day. Your performance in athletics, your performance in business, whatever you're into, I guarantee you by going to a plant-based diet, to learning how to eat properly and eating well, it's going to make a huge difference. And so what we do on the show is we talk to very prominent doctors and athletes and dietitians and authors all about plant-based nutrition and fitness. And we just share the information. We're helping to educate people that want to learn about it. It's um, interesting because uh, I'm not sure. I mean, I was listening to the first episode and I'm really, it made me think, I mean, but we're talking, you were talking about milk. It made me think about when I do eat stuff during the day and how I feel. Um, mm-hmm. and, and the other day I just had some eggs and a piece of toast. I'm like, this is, this can't be harmless. And then I realized the rest of the day I was feeling sluggish and slow. And if I had just a little bit of oatmeal and some water, I was like feeling pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Difference in what you eat. I mean, it, it's amazing. It's the food. It's just, it's an interesting, you, you made me think, <laughs> you made me really yeah. think about that. Well, listen to that episode. It really made me think about it is the food. Mm-hmm. The food that we eat, a lot of it is programmed to cause addiction. If you've read the book Salt, Sugar, Fat, it goes into a lot of detail about how those big corporations and companies are actually rigging the processed foods that we eat so that we're addicted to them and need more and more of them. That's how the fast food restaurants do it. They have you keep coming back for more. It's cheap because it's subsidized, but it's got so much salt, sugar, and fat in those foods that you crave them, right? And if you crave it, you're going to go back. And if you go back, think about how you feel next time you put something into your body. Because I can promise you that if you actually take a moment to look at how it makes you feel. So like you said, eating those toasts and eggs, how did that make you feel? It made you feel a little bit sluggish. Eating that banana, eating the apple, eating a salad, how did that make you feel? right? Just reflect on that a little bit next time you consume something. So next time someone goes to a fast food restaurant, if you're listening and you're the guy who does that, just think about it an hour after that. How do you feel? Because you might not feel so great. Definitely not. (laughs) I can tell my experience. No, you're definitely not. Um, And what is it? Well, I know you have some off the plant trainers have some things you guys offer some classes or some kind of stuff that you offer on your website about, about plant tra- um, plant-based training? Yeah, we, we have a few. Thank you for bringing that up. On planttrainers.com, we do have a few different options. We have a couple ebooks, some recipes. We have some e-courses, online courses that we offer. And we're basically trying to help people get healthier. Now, just because we focus primarily on plant-based nutrition doesn't mean that we only deal with people that are interested in eating that way. We deal with people of all kinds. It's just that we think and know based on scientific evidence that eating this way is the best way to do it. So we're trying to help people get healthier and we work with them based on where they are at that moment. So we do private one-on-one calls. We do group programs. We have Facebook groups and we really try to help people get healthier. It's um, interesting is I remember my wife was a chef and now she works with kids. and. Um, I remember kale, kale and beans soup. It was the mm-hmm. best, it was the best soup ever. I never thought I'd like it. I mean, kale and then with the beans. I mean, I, I would be more like you're gonna put some sausage in there or something. But 
it was interesting and, and, and was um i guess and, and it was really delicious i'm the, i don't know if you've tried something like that before oh yeah of course and if if you if you want to go look at our website we have a great recipe page uh with tons of free recipes and they're delicious i know some people think that oh you just eat lettuce and a carrot and you're a rabbit but no we have recipes up there that are completely free that are delicious there's burgers up there there's bean salads there's all kinds of things pancakes that like things that any normal person would eat uh just the only difference is in our recipes we don't use any animal products interesting um i guess final thoughts wrapping up uh, what's your final thoughts in wrapping wrap it up i again i mean as a parent as a dad it all comes back to leading by example and if you're a dad listening out there, just keep in mind that everything you do, every move you make, every word that you speak, your kids are watching. So if you want them to learn your behaviors, <laughs> do what you do because they're going to follow. So lead by example and try your best to do it in a positive, positive way. And where can they find you? Where website, any social media, they want to get in touch with you? Yeah, you can get in touch with, you can check out our website, it's planttrainers.com, and we're on all social media as Plant Trainers, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. We have two Facebook groups, one is Healthy Plant-Based Families, and the other is Plant-Based Health, Nutrition, and Fitness, so you could come and join those groups and learn more and enjoy the conversation. And of course, we have the Plant Trainers podcast, which is available on all podcasting uh apps and formats out there adam thank you very much for being on the podcast i really do appreciate it and i learned a lot tonight and um i really want to say thank you well thank you joe for having me it's been a lot of fun and uh i look forward to talking to you again soon thank you well that's all i have for this episode i want to thank you for joining me in the no city on the sideline dad podcast i want to thank adam champ for being the guest on the podcast you can find all the links about adam and links to his podcast in the show notes also you can find more about this episode at notesittingonthesideline.com slash 27. You can find all the show notes at notesittingonthesideline.com. Please comment on the podcast. All comments and help prove the show. If I'm doing really bad, please tell me. If you're doing really great, please tell me. But please keep it constructive. Also, if you want to get in touch with me, say hello. Or leave, you know, feedback. You can find all my information, all my social media links at notesittingonthesideline.com dot com slash contact one more thing i took away from this is be grateful for the time you have in your health so you can spend the time with people you love time is short believe me i, I can't believe my son just recently turned four it feels like yesterday he was just born well thank you for your time until next time have fun get to follow your children give them a hug and tell them much you love them take care god bless see ya for listening to the podcast please subscribe to the newsletter to receive updates of the show and helpful and useful tips this has been a production of foley 42 media we